And thank you for tuning in to another episode of this freaking show, the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I'm your host, Travis Deanna, alongside me. Awkward Colin and Geekcast Joe. Happy holidays, guys. Happy holidays. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's quite, the, uh, quite the moment to celebrate, you know, obviously because of uh, Christmas coming up, New Year's coming up, but this is episode eight. Yes. It is the fabled eight <laughs> episode. So we just got what? what? One more and then we're golden? Yep. Yep, we are at the point where most podcasts fold. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm happy because at least, at least we have plans for after this, so we must continue. Right. Uh, yes, yes, that's very true. We must actually continue on with what we are doing. Well, um... Before uh, before we get into our um, our holiday celebration, um, Joe, uh, I want to congratulate you as well as the other host of Geekcast Live for your 100th episode this weekend. Thank you. It was very exciting. We had lots of really, really cool guests on. We're we're really happy to get you. Yeah. So I actually think you got a little bit more talking time than lots of our guests. I so will- that was good. We were happy about that. Keep, keep me up that late. I, I think I deserved it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, Travis can't handle a little late night? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it, it was a blast being on. It was always fun talking to um, you, Rob, and Ryan. It was nice finally talking to Nick on it. Yeah, I forgot. That was the first time you guys uh, talked via Skype. Yeah, so now I'm excited. You know, obviously, the next time I'll be on, I can't wait for that. Uh but again, you know, 100 episodes, that's that's incredible. And then uh, that was also uh, the finale of season two. It was. It was. We'll be back uh, sometime after the first of the year. Stay tuned. Oh, and we're going to be back with, like, like a new uh, uh, domain name. We're going to be back on iTunes, hopefully. And we're going to have, like, a whole new website. So, pretty exciting. Sweet deal, yeah. Now I don't I don't know if this is something you could talk about yet because but I heard something that you guys are doing or there's an additional podcast coming out next year for something called Fear or am I thinking of something different? Oh yes, um, I don't know a whole lot about it, uh, but yeah, uh, Ryan is spearheading a project where he's doing some kind of uh, combination of role playing and narrative storytelling about a group of people in the zombie apocalypse. And that's about all I know about it. Maybe that's something we can uh, introduce Graham to when, uh, when that comes around. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll enjoy it. So, And he'll definitely have to, if, if he listens to it, um, I'm assuming that if it goes well, they'll, they'll start a second group. And he, I bet he'd be all over being in that. So, Awesome. Well, good luck to Ryan on uh, that project. It sounds... Sounds exciting. Uh, yeah, it should be good. I'm actually pretty excited about it. I don't have the time to, to do it. If I'm on it at all, I'll be like an NPC, <laughs> a non-player character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wish them the best of luck. I'm really excited for them. So, yeah. Um, well, I guess uh, we could dive right into our uh, festive celebrations. Yeah, definitely. Indeed. Any of you guys got uh, plans? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, well, let's see, you know, obviously, you know, with um, being a child of divorce and everything, there's obviously two different holidays. I sub- well, actually, technically, there's three holidays because you know my mom got remarried. Uh, we actually celebrated my stepdad's side. Well, yeah, over the weekend, so I got to see Joey this weekend. Yep. So that was fun. That was good. So we celebrated that side of it. Um, went out, uh, went out to uh, Uncle Wayne's house. Got to uh, catch up with the cousins and you know the uncles, the grandparents. Which seeing uh, Grandma D and Grandpa Sten is always fun. It's always a good time. Um, I probably got one one of the most uh, heartwarming gifts from uh, Grandpa Snedden was that tie. Yep. Which was an actual his tie, which meant a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I've been wearing mine all day today. See, and that that's the one thing is I'm not a tie guy, so I'm not sure if I'll ever wear it, but it's definitely something that I'll always cherish. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, you know, it's the um, 
event ever happens where it's tie worthy, I'll you know I'll find someone to tie it for me and you know definitely uh, definitely throw it on there. Um, <clears throat> but Christmas Eve, you know, spent with my mom. Uh, we have some people over for dinner and all that stuff. Uh, friends, stuff like that, and then you know Christmas morning we'll open gifts with her, and then in the afternoon I'll go out to my dad's. You know, we'll watch TV. He'll bitch about you know politics and. You know what Obama's doing. <laughs> yep. It's been a tradition for the last, you know, seven, eight years, so it's kind of a shame to see it finally end. But I'm assuming whoever comes in next, you know, just start bitching about them. So it's a new tradition. Yep. That's one way to do it. Yeah. Uh what about you, Joe? What's your plans? Uh well, I'm not just a child divorce, so is my wife. So we've got we did Christmas with my dad last weekend. And then we've got uh, Christmas with her mom, Christmas Eve, her dad, Christmas Day, and then my mom, the, the Saturday after Christmas. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Not traveling for you. Yeah, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, <laughs> these holidays. So, but it's good. We're, I mean, we're looking forward to it, getting to see everybody. Good, Relaxing. Good. Yeah. What about you, Colin? Uh, like you guys, child of divorce. Probably not as long. Mine was more recent. But, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to spend Christmas with my dad when he gets back from St. Louis and then spend Christmas with my mom some other time. Before that, that is. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, yeah. My dad luckily lives in Moni, right next door, and then so that's not a far drive, no long travels. So, yeah, the longest I got to drive is to my dad's, which is about an hour away. So I think uh, Joey has it. I probably do. Yeah, it's a three-hour trip each time we go somewhere. Oh, round trip so, or uh, one direction? Oh. So six, it's, I mean, it's only it's only an hour to Naperville from where we live, but we're going to be coming from Elkhart, Indiana. So, <laughs> yeah. So honestly, this is better. We uh, the one one year I can't remember if it was Christmas or Thanksgiving. Uh, while we were dating, we made it to all four families in one day. Oh wow! And that was insane. We've <laughs> never done it again since. <laughs> so um, I don't blame you there. That's that's a lot to do in one day. But I mean, at least you know, at least the family's kind of compromised, and you can pick, you know, a certain yeah. and everything. Yeah. So it's nice. It's we're we're happy about it. Well, um, like I, uh, well, Joey, like I said on uh, the podcast uh, on your podcast last week, is I want to steal one of your segments you guys normally do, and with the holiday season, I think it's the best time to do it. Um, I want to do a little segment called uh, "Best Worst Gift." where we'll sit there and we'll each give our best gift and our worst gift that we have given or received. Sounds good. Did I describe that right? I think I described that pretty well. I believe yeah, so. sounds pretty good. Perfect. Um, well, Joey, since uh, you're the uh, the veteran of the segment, do you want to uh, Sure. Um, I think the best gift I've ever received was uh, last year for Christmas, um, my then girlfriend now wife and my uh my friend jacob bought me uh an ipad for christmas last year oh nice and it has been indispensable with doing school work on it and being able to just like set up shop in starbucks without log uh, lagging lugging without lugging around my freaking 10 pound laptop so oh. it's game changer uh worst gift uh, that's a lot harder. Worst gift I've ever received for Christmas. Oh. Probably. So this one year for Christmas, I asked for an iPod. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I truly appreciate the gift I was given instead. But it wasn't an iPod. It was like one of those knockoff, like, Target RC3 MP3 players that came preloaded with like uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends and Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> one song from Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> nice. That's probably the worst thing I've ever gotten. 
Uh, which, I mean, is still awesome. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at least, I mean, at least it was something, you know, at least close to it. Not like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Something. So it still worked. I listened to that son of a gun for years. And then I got an iPod and it, uh, the battery died like a week later. <laughs> so, I mean, it was really, <laughs> I was better off. Colin, how about uh, how about you on your best gift and your worst gift you have given or received? Uh, best gift given? Oh, if I've given? Given or received, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, I'd say that <laughs> well, I can't think of my best gift right now, so I'll just start with my worst gift. And I actually get this quite a bit, and it's... No offense, but I just hate it. And that's getting socks for Christmas. Mm. You know, just a big, big, big old thing of socks. It's just like I don't need any more socks. So I, I actually don't mind getting socks. Well, I guess it kind of depends. Now, if I get socks from like my mom or my dad or somebody, like I get that. Was this from a girlfriend or was this from family? Well, it's from the ex-girlfriend's mom. Ah, uh, yeah, she must not like you. No, she absolutely loved me. But it's because the condition of my socks is the reason that she got them. <laughs> but on top of her getting me socks, my mom also got me socks. So. And I'm sorry, but somebody can only have so many socks. So. Yeah, I hear you there. I actually look forward to socks every once in a while, but I don't get them every year, so... Yeah, well, I've got them for a couple of years, so. Gotcha, gotcha. But as far as best gift, the one that I can think of right now, it's it's like the best gift, but it's also kind of a bummer too. Uh, I got a brand new Keurig. For, Sweet. Yes, a Keurig for Christmas. But the bummer about it. Is I wasn't able to use it <laughs> because at the time I lived with my mom and she refused to let me use it at her house. She just considered it a piece of garbage and that I should not have gotten it for Christmas. And then <laughs> I and then I moved out and Travis as who I'm living with now, already has one, so mm -hmm. there's no point in me even using mine. Gotcha. So where's the Keurig at now? It's in the closet in my brother's room at my ma's house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> along with all the K-cups she got me, my ex got me, along with uh, the little stand for all the cups, too. Excellent. Yeah, that's probably my best gift. I mean, there's stuff that equal it the same, but that's the one that stands out the most. And that's only right. because I can't use the thing. <laughs> gotcha. I understand. Well, what about you, Travis? Um, probably the best gift I could think of is one that I given. And, um, I was, uh, I was dating this girl, uh, for a few months and we like, yeah, our relationship kind of started around Christmas, so I felt obligated to buy her something. And I really didn't know much about her to begin with. The only thing I knew about her is there was this one book she really liked. And from my understanding, it was kind of a rare book. So I searched for it. I tried to find it, and I actually ended up finding it. It's a smaller book. I can't remember the name of it, but I remember it cost me about $95 for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for what? Oh, you, don't, you said you didn't remember the name of it? Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of the book. I wish I did. I'm sure I have like some kind of archive in my email for the name of the book. If I if I can find it, I'll let you know. But it, I mean, it was like a ninety five dollar book. It was a small book. I mean, it didn't seem like there was anything to it. But I knew she'd like it, so I figured I'd get it for her. Gotcha. And was she did. it the first edition of the Tale of Two Cities? <laughs> if I was able to find that book for ninety five dollars, I wouldn't give it to her. <laughs> Um, no, honestly, I can't even tell you what the book was, and I wish I knew because I was actually thinking about that the other day. It's been bugging me that I'd even try to find it. Um, but that was probably the best gift. Uh, she did love it. She felt bad because she didn't think about getting me a gift, 
which, you know, I'm saying I don't do it for the gifts. I just do it for all the kindness of my heart. And uh, probably the worst gift was a gift I received. And I received from an ex-girlfriend. It all was was a Christmas card. And, um, it, you know, it had like a little poem in it or something. I mean, it was sweet and everything. She apologized. I she couldn't really get me anything for Christmas because of that. And, I, you know, I was like, I understood. It's no big deal. At least, you know, the card is sweet. But then. I saw the gifts that she got her family, and, I mean, it was, like, an Xbox game. It was, like, a really nice sweater. It was all this other things. So, I guess it kind of bothered me how I got a card. I mean, she could have got me something else. Mm-hmm. But come to find out, like, after we broke up, um, you know, I was thumbing through Facebook, you know, looking at stuff, and I caught something that kind of, but I saw something that caught my eye, and it turned out that the poem that she wrote in the in the uh, card was an actual already existing poem. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So that kind of made it a sentimental gift into a crappy gift. So that's why now it's my worst gift I ever gotten. I understand. That makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, we always got to remember, it's not just about getting gifts. <coughs> I mean, it's about spending time with everybody and right, cherishing absolutely. them. So. Oh, I, I totally agree. But if 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 poem came from the heart, you know, I would have loved it. it. It probably could have been my best gift ever, but the fact that it was an already existing poem that she wrote in there claiming it as hers. If she if she specifically said she made it up like and it was her own thoughts, that is completely wrong. Here. Here's a here's a conversation we had, and I remember it. And I quote: "Sorry, I couldn't get you anything, but I wrote something in this card that tells you how I feel." To me, that sounds like she created the poem. Yeah, I can see that. I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I think on the other hand, I mean, that's I don't know. It's marginally better than buying a card with it already written in there. Yes, that's true. Yeah. But. I don't know. It's kind of a silly. Yeah. <laughs> it, differences. The differences are silly. To to make a point. If 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 it upset you, it upset you, and we don't have any right to say it shouldn't have. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a you know emotional guy. You know, I like love. I want. I get it. I get it. <laughs> we <laughs> all want it. We all want it. So. But um, yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. Ever since then, I've gotten good gifts from a lot of people and everything I appreciate. So, I mean, right now, that, that's at the bottom of my list. So, until I get something worse than that, I'm okay. If oh. I got you a bag of dog shit, would that be worse than it? No. No, because I know that you actually went out and got it for me. What if I just shit in the bag? Myself. See, I think that'd be another example of you made it yourself. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> what if I just went and stole like somebody else's? You know, speaking of uh, speaking of bag of shit, um, I actually remember now. I remember a worse. I guess I guess I can't really use it as a worse gift, but another gift that I didn't enjoy so much as that card was a gift I got from Colin at a white elephant. I think it was last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. it's a white elephant. You gotta remember. Yeah, so I, mean, I won't. I won't. I'm not gonna use it as my worst gift. I'm not retracting what I said. Okay. But you remember what the gift was, Colin, right? I don't. Okay. So, me and Colin, uh, we used to hang out at this bar in Pieto on Second Street Saloon. It used to be a rundown bar. Oh God, yes, I remember and, now. And every once in a while, there'd be this little Asian man who would walk in selling little bamboo plants. Aw. Which, by the way, I met this. I saw this guy last weekend when I was out listening to Entropy. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he was there. So this guy would come in and sell these bamboo plants to people. Well, Colin didn't want a bamboo plant. Colin wants something else. And I guess uh, I think the bartender who was there asked the guy if he had like any kind of horse something. He went out. He grabbed some horse stuff, some horse statues. She bought one. And Colin bought a statue of a horse. I don't. That's amazing. I don't know what it was made of, but I remember it being red. It's resin. It's it resin. resin. 
And in my mind, I thought this was something Colin enjoyed. Hey, it was. It, I really enjoyed it at the time. He enjoyed it. First all, the up, it. <laughs> all the way up to the point where he decided to wrap it up as a white elephant gift and shove it with the rest of them. Oh, that horse. That's I, awesome. Yeah, you remember it from the apartment? I do remember that horse. <laughs> oh, I forgot about it. It sat on like next to your PS4 uh, in your old house, right? Yep, right. Or your apartment. Yep, because even though it was such a messed up gift, because <laughs> even when Colin bought it, I told him why it was five I guess that's karma. Oh, that's amazing. That's your best gift, I think. That's my best. <laughs> I, 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 I don't care what your actual best gift choice was. I think that's your best gift. I mean, I, I guess I'll have to be now because <laughs> I still have it. It's not put up yet. I don't know where I'm going to put it, but I still have it. Uh, duh, it's going to go in the bar, Travesty Saloon. I'll go behind the bar. And try- <laughs> behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's it's a memento to remember our bar drinking days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, those are some uh, good times. <laughs> they were. Speaking of uh, Speaking of good times and everything, you know, one of the greatest things about this holiday season is that um, the holiday music. Oh, yes, definitely. And, uh, I guess the one pain in the ass for the holiday music, I had to say, is the fact it starts, I think, around like Thanksgiving on the radio. Oh, probably before that, man. Oh, yeah. it's. I don't even know. I don't listen to the radio. You don't listen to the radio? That's so no. old school. No, my bad. No, it's fine. I just I don't drive very much, so I don't ever listen to the radio. Mm, it's like listening to an A-track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how old it is. <laughs> Get with the times, bro. <laughs> well, um, what what's uh what's your guys' favorite holiday song? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I'd have to say I have two at the moment. I mean, one of them's kind of a joke Christmas song that I just recently heard. But my all-time favorite traditional Christmas song is Carol of the Bells. Mm. Uh, I love how that's sung. But uh, my other song is kind of a weird song. And Travis knows it, but... Was it the one we listened to yesterday? Yes, it is. Ah. And we're not going to go into too many details because it's kind of uh, really weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right and, and on the disgusting side so yeah count uh count go to find the christmas carol album with uh pretty much vulgar christmas carols yes okay it's called uh the album's called christmas gets weird <laughs> all right it, it, it gets weird uh i think the song, well, the song you're talking about i think it involves uh intercourse with an old lady yes ah <laughs> <laughs> We'll just leave it at that, Travis. <laughs> that's excellent. You know what? That's still not uh, that's not as weird as I thought you were going to go. Yeah, I mean, like it. I mean, le- I mean, at least the sound of the song was nice. But I mean, like when you listen to it, I believe the guy. And I, I mean, I don't know if this is you know, if it's bad to you know quote a lyric from a song, but I believe he says he wants to stuff her stocking with her, his candy cane joy. joy. <laughs> yes, oh, it is. Okay, you know what? That is weirder than the one I thought you were going to go with. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, we'll have to tell you the name of the song. Count, do you know what the name of the song is? Yep, I have it pulled up on my phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> So, what's the name of the song, Colin? Oh, it's Shizna. <laughs> yeah, I have. It's a weird name for it. <laughs> um, if you start hearing it, just ignore it. Okay, that's no problem. I was like, we've got a game we play around here called the Little Drummer Boy game, which it's is called... about uh, uh, the first person to hear the Little Drummer Boy after Christmas loses. <laughs> and the last per or after Thanksgiving, excuse me, and the last person to hear it or the person who doesn't hear it at all the entire Christmas season wins. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, see, I definitely lose that because Little Drum Boy is my favorite Christmas song. Yeah, I really like it. I know a lot of people who don't. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, the song's called I Wanna Rock You Hard This Christmas. Oh, okay. That's not a terrible name. No, the name's fine. And and the beat's really nice. And the song's great. Just, uh... uh what would you say? The situation of the song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say there are certain things don't go Google. <laughs> I probably won't find the link for this one. <laughs> Although maybe I will. What was it called again? I Want to Rock You Hard This Christmas. Is it by the Dan Band? It is. There's a music video on YouTube. Oh, jeez. I'm probably putting it in the show notes. We're going to have to put it in the show notes now that we talked about it. Oh, God. <laughs> yep, I've got it here, so it's going to be in there. Just uh, for the viewers out there, it is a vulgar song. There's going to be some inappropriate moments. Yeah. Oh, there's the going to be. entire song is inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it. <laughs> yeah that, that, besides Little Drum Boy, that's probably one of my favorite Christmas carols as well. <laughs> nice. What about you, Joey? You, uh, anything besides Little Drummer Boy you enjoy? Um, I actually I agree with Colin. Uh, Carol of the Bells is probably my favorite. I think it's Carol of the Bells. That's the da 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 da, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the crazy hard rock one is probably my favorite version. Which I've also found that I'm in the unpopular opinion in my household <laughs> on that too. Wait, is but that, I love how intense it is. Is that the one that the, that Dwight plays on The Office? I couldn't tell you. It has a bunch. It has like very like heavy violins and stuff in it. Yes, probably. Yeah. That's that's my favorite version of that song too. Yeah, I don't have to hear that version. Well, it doesn't have the lyrics in it. All it is is just the instrumental part of it. Yeah, and I have no problem with that because I love the instrumental in it <laughs> just that much. So I just like I like how in my face it is. Oh yeah. So, but I will say, uh, along the same vein of of having a kind of joke favorite also. Um, I'm a big fan of Blink-182's I Won't Be Home for Christmas. I don't think I've ever heard that. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Um, Yeah, apparently at some point in my life I I downloaded an album called A Santa Cause, A Punk Rock Christmas. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of good songs on there. And I was listening to them as I was driving the other day. And uh, instead of the radio, go figure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and uh, this one, and then the one that I thought Colin was going to go with is uh, Stan Stills' I Saw Daddy Kissing Santa Claus. I have not heard that song. <laughs> so I will put both of those in the show notes as lo- along with the uh, the Carol of the Bells version that I like. Okay, okay. We should just make a, we should make a Christmas CD for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you nice. know what? On Black Friday, when I was getting to my computer desk, there was a guy that all he did was buy CDs to make albums for his Christmas gifts for people. That's awesome. He said he was like on volume 20. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I have anyone that loves me enough to take the time out to do that. <laughs> well, what about you, Travis? As what, favorite song? Yeah. Little Drummer Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I like the Bob Seger version of it better. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I like I, I like all the Christmas songs. I'm actually I'm one of the, probably the few people that don't mind that the Christmas songs come out so early. Oh, get out of here, Travis! Get out of here! <laughs> I don't like them early, but I do like them. Yeah, well, I mean, like I mean, I I listen to Christmas songs sometimes, and it's like June. Oh, really. Yeah, I, you, know you can listen to Christmas music in June, but you can't watch a Halloween movie before Halloween. No, I can't. <laughs> no. It's not that I can't; it's just that I won't, just because it's a movie. Now I'm not going to sit there and watch the Santa Claus in June. I but hear you there. I remember. I remember driving around in March listening to Monster Mash. <laughs> that, that, well, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of movies, um, anyone catching the uh, like ABC Family uh, movies that they have on there now? Uh, no, yeah. no, I don't think I get ABC Family. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely haven't because we haven't had our cable hooked up. Yeah, but that's we, all changed. 
Well, uh, what um, what's your guys' favorite Christmas movies? Since we're on the topic of favorite stuff. Ooh, I gotta say my favorite Christmas movie would have to be The Holiday with Kate Winslet, Jack Black, Jude Law, and Cameron Diaz. I've never thought of that as a Christmas movie before, but absolutely. Oh, I, I, that's what I think of it is it's basically they trade the houses for the holidays, New Year's and Christmas, so. Yeah. I've but, never seen it. What's it about? Uh, Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet, mostly are just fed up with life, and they trade houses for Christmas. Uh, Kate Winslet lives in England, and Cameron Diaz in L.A., so they just switch places. It's a really good movie. But uh, it was actually really groundbreaking for things like Airbnb, I think. Yeah, I would say though. But I guess like along Joey said, not really never seeing it as a Christmas movie. I mean I guess I could see that too. I just always think of it as a Christmas movie, probably because of the title of it. But uh if I had to go Christmas Christmas movie, I would say The Holiday in Handcuffs with uh, Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez. <laughs> oh, I own it. We can watch it. <laughs> What's that about? Uh, basically, Melissa Joan Hart kidnaps Mario Lopez to pretend to be her boyfriend for the holidays uh, out in a cabin with her family. Okay. So. It's really funny. It's one of those ABC movies, so. I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, I think uh, my favorite holiday movie has to be Holiday Inn. Oh, that's a that's a really good one. Holiday Inn. Which one's going old school? Yeah, that's um. Oh god, I can't remember the guy. Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Yeah, uh, Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire, along with uh, I can't remember the girl's name in it. They, gotcha. They have a um, a group, uh, an entertainment dance um, you, uh, singing group that travels mm-hmm. around and they put on shows. And Bing Crosby decides he wants to retire from show business and buy a, um, a hotel. Gotcha. The girl in the oh, that's interesting. Yeah, the girl that uh, they're in the group with um, is supposed to be his fiance, but she ends up falling in love with the other guy, so he ends up getting the hotel by himself. Opens it up, and what he does now is he, you know, it's, it's open only on holidays. And every every time there's a holiday, you know, like Christmas, you know, Lincoln's birthday, Memorial Day, Fourth of July, so on and so forth, he um, he puts on like a show for the holiday. Uh, he opens it up for guests to come in and enjoy the shows and stays and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, there's you know, there's you know, actually you know, there's love conflicts and stuff like that. It's a good movie. I don't want you know. Yeah, no, no, I'm, yeah. Yeah, if cool. you haven't seen it, I don't want to give too much about it, but, I mean, it's a good show. Um, I saw it probably for the first time maybe about four years ago, five years ago, and I watch it every year at Christmas time since. Um, I think Colin has, like, four copies of it, too. <laughs> I, I don't have four copies of it, but I do have a copy. I do have it. I have the black and white version and the colored version of it. So you have two. Nice. Yeah, well, it comes as a pack. Oh, well. Not too separate. Well, I won't. I won't watch the color one because that'll take away from the, uh, the originality. Yeah. So I, I only watch the black and white. Well, that's fine. We can do that. But yeah, I mean, it's. I guess thinking about it now too. I guess I don't know if they'd be considered just a Christmas movie then. Yeah, I wouldn't consider it. it's an all year round. <laughs> that that's definitely an all year round kind of movie. See, that that was always presented to me as a Christmas movie. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, but I mean, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Well, if I if I if I had to choose another one, which I'm going to anyways, because now I feel like I need to, uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Nice. I have actually never seen that. It's very good. <laughs> it's this guy who believes he's Santa is being brought to court because he literally believes he's Santa, and people are like, "No, you're not." I think there's more to it, but I haven't seen it long. Uh, I didn't see it last year, so I kind of lost the plot to it. Gotcha. Actually, I guess any Santa Claus with Tim Allen, I like too. Those are good ones. They, they are good ones. Uh, before I take all of them, uh, Joey, do you have a favorite? 
I think my my go to is probably White Christmas with uh, it's another Bing Crosby. That's during one. the war, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, I, that one's really good. I'm also a big fan of. Uh, I, I count The Nightmare Before Christmas as a Christmas movie, and also Die Hard. You know, that's actually a lot of people I hear count so, Die Hard as one. Yeah, I feel as though I'd be remiss to not, <laughs> to not mention at least Die Hard. <laughs> All right, well, I've never seen a Die Hard movie, so why would it be considered a Christmas movie? Because it takes place during Christmas, and it's about uh, togetherness and family at its core. At least and the also first one, right? Killing terrorists. Yeah, at least the first one. Yeah. It's a good one. I, highly, I recommend it highly. Yeah, I, I always wanted to watch it because everyone says it's a good movie, and I just never got around to watch it. Yeah, it's it's a, one of those series ones, so you'll have to you got to watch them all. There's five of them, right? I believe so. Yes. Oh, to, Something like that. Have to look into it, man. That's, I don't. Know, I mean, like, I I don't know if it's just me being sheltering myself or anything, but there are a lot of movies that people say I need to watch I haven't seen, and it turns out a lot of them are just series, like Lord of the Rings. I haven't watched any of them. Star Wars, I've only seen one of them. Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, but it also goes into what genre of type of movie you like. Like, I know you like comedies. Well, yeah, but I like action movies. Like, I like The Expendables. And stuff. Yeah, 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 but you don't like horrors. Well, no, because horror movies are foolish. <laughs> Not foolish. They're awesome. I, I like horror movies. I love them. I won't do it because I have nightmares. See, that's a that's a valid reason. See, I have a huge advantage. I don't dream. You don't dream, eh? No. How do you know? I mean, I probably do, but I never remember them, so I count it as not doing it. (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) I guess there's that. (laughs) So you never remember having a dream? Very, very rarely. Like, maybe once or twice a year. I'll remember something. Never a nightmare, though. So Man, I think I maybe had uh, the last time I had nightmares. <laughs> I was uh, uh, still learning not to wet the bed. Excellent. So, so and my and my nightmare was about how my pants kept shrinking, so I couldn't get them off. Jeez. <laughs> and then I'd wake up drenched in urine. So, but never since then. So that's good. <laughs> I just got better. Can. I can definitely remember my. There's just one nightmare that I have never been able to uh, forget, and if when I think about it, it's not even that scary. But having a nightmare, it was. You want to share it? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, it was. I was shit. I was really young, um, but I dreamt that I was in a underwater sunken ship, like almost like the Titanic, like with all these uh, scientists and shit. And then we went exploring and these gargoyles came to life and were killing people off. And yeah, that's pretty much the main chunk of the story. So, wow. But I have never forgot that. That freaked me out. <laughs> How about you, Travis? Um, actually, uh, the worst nightmare I've ever had, I actually have every single month, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, um, it's a recurring nightmare that I've had probably for as long as I can remember. And it's not even like, it's not like a nightmare that like petrifies me to the point where like, you know, I can't go back to sleep or I'm too freaked out. But it's, it's definitely a freaky night, uh, dream, so... Basically what it is, it's, it's me and this person sitting right next to me, which I can only assume it's maybe a wife. Excellent. And, and basically what it is, like, we're, we're standing there, and all you see is our backs. We're, we're facing the opposite direction from us. And what looks like this big white sheet, like what a projector would on, it starts flashing through life. Like, it does, it does all my memories from when I was young, for, you know, all the memories I had going on. And then start going into like future like memories and so like that. Like it's basically showing a video of all these flashes of memories from past all the way through my future. And there's kids playing, there's a house, and all these things are happening. And as it's going into 
the memories, it gets deeper and deeper um, into the future of memories. You start seeing me and this woman aging. Like, you know, our hair is turning gray. We're getting older and older and older. And it's just, it keeps going, it keeps going until all of a sudden it just goes black. Like the screen's completely black. And then it just whips, like, I don't know if it's the view that whips around or we whip around, but all it is is just two skeletons standing there. That's what I'm about. <laughs> That's a pretty intense one. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat. It, it happens at least once a month for as long as I can remember. Um, but it's like, it's never the same exact thing. Like, I remember one time it was like a, there was a blonde haired girl, there was a brunette girl, there was a black haired girl. Um, there was memories of three kids, two kids, four kids, uh, different sites. I mean, like, the memories and stuff always change. Mm-hmm. But the same exact situations that happen. This is the same way we're standing there. It goes through like my childhood into my adulthood into my elderly age. And I'm assuming that the point where it goes black is the point where I die. And Gotcha. Makes sense. Yeah. So I'm so glad that we took our joyous holiday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> uh, well, it's a good airing of grievances against nightmares. It is. It is Aaron of Grievances for Festivus. For the rest of us? Festivus for the rest of us, which is actually on December 23rd. So when this is airing, happy Festivus, Festivus to everybody. Yeah. Tov. Yeah, you guys, uh, I mean, you guys remember, like, the whole Festivus thing from Seinfeld, like, you know, the history about it and everything? I have never heard of it. The first time I ever heard of Festivus was the first year I started working where I do now, and they just brought out some poll and said, it's Festivus for the rest of us. That's excellent. Other than that, I have no idea because I've never seen Seinfeld. Well, that might be the only one of the only like four Seinfeld episodes I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, just to uh, actually uh, print out a little thing here, uh, so just give you a quick history count, and to those of you who don't really know what it is, uh... The holiday um, is yeah, as portrayed on the Seinfeld episode, but Festivus uh, practices um, such things as the Aaron of Grievances, which the Aaron of Grievances is a celebration of Festivus, which begins with the Aaron of Grievances, takes place immediately after the Festivus dinner has been served. It consists of each person lashing out at others and the world about what they've been disappointed about in the past year. So they do that. Which is kind of a cool thing because they get to sit there and pretty much tell everyone how they feel. Uh, the Festivus dinner. Uh, the celebratory dinner is shown at the evening of Festivus. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Serving a slice of reddish colored meatloaf shaped into like a rectangle on a bed of lettuce. Man, I love meatloaf. And no alcohol is served at the dinner. Excellent. Yeah. Because, I mean, who would want to have an Aaron Agreements with Ron Toxic? That just seems dangerous to me. <laughs> so we yeah. used to do that. Uh, I had some roommates uh, one year where we would have once a month an Aaron Agreements. I think that's a good thing to do. It really was. It really was. We had a, uh, uh, a BB gun, and we would have the person <laughs> oh, who was airing the Grievances would sit on one side of the table, and everyone else would sit on the other side of the table. Uh, they would air their grievances and then shoot whoever they wanted <laughs> with the BB gun. Oh, I get to shoot one of you? No, you could shoot everybody if you wanted to. That seems very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no one ever got shot. It turns oh. out you can air your grievances much more tactfully when uh, <laughs> there's the possibility of getting hit in the eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so cool. Um, but, um, the other two things that they have for Festivus, obviously, obviously is a festive pole, which is an aluminum pole that's not decorated, uh, which I don't know if you know this combo, we actually have one in our yard. Yeah. That's what you've been saying. That's right. That's our festival. <laughs> and then obviously the other thing, which me and Colin are going to do later, which is the feat of strength. Uh, the feat of strength is the final tradition observed in the celebration of Festivus celebrated immediately following the Festivus dinner. 
The head of the household selects one person at the celebration to challenge him to a wrestling match. Tradition says Festivus is not over until the head of the household is pinned. I ain't fucking wrestling you. Well, as soon as the podcast is over, you're going to. It's going to be us. We, we already know that you're the head of the household. Why well, no? And this this party doesn't end until I get pinned. Oh, okay. I'll give you Derek. He'll be okay. I'm wrestling. But... I mean, it's, I mean, it's actually pretty cool. Like, I, outside of Seinfeld, I never thought this was actually going to be a real thing. But, I mean, they actually selected a date for it. So, just goes to show, you know, if someone puts their mind to something, it can become a real thing. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, well, sort of like a podcast that makes it eight episodes. I know. Right? Yeah. It's like a dream come true. Uh, well, at least we could do one of these things. So, is there anything you guys want to grieve about over this year you weren't happy with? I'm actually, no. I had a really great year. Yeah? Yeah. I got married. Passed all my classes. Got an A on a paper for the first time ever. Nice. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Alan? Got anything to grieve about to air? Yeah, I got to say the only one thing that comes to mind that has irritated me throughout this entire year and that is um, college, and that's because I am a vet, so the government pays for me to go to school. But with these one classes I take, they're called remedial classes, and they say because I'm taking them online that they refuse to pay for them. But if I take them in the school themselves, apparently they'll pay for it. That's ridiculous. It is. That's pretty much the only true grievance I have. What about you, Travis? Um, I know my problem I've had this whole year is just uh, a couple things at work, you know, as far as, you know, promises that things going to get better as far as, you know, hiring more inspectors, um, making work easier on us. It really hasn't happened. So it's kind of like a... I don't know, broken promises, empty lives, stuff like that. <coughs> hoping, hoping, you know, knock on wood, 2016 brings something better. But, you know, as history has shown us, I, I really don't think so. Yeah. But, you know, business is business. You know, I can't argue with them. They can't afford to hire someone. They can't afford to hire someone. But, you know, be honest about it. Tell us that we can't get someone instead of saying, oh, we're going to hire someone. And three months later, there's still no one showing up. Yeah, but other than that, you know, this year has been pretty good. You know, got a house, I got a puppy. Uh, besides him chewing shit up, <laughs> guess I agree about that because it looks like he's trying to eat Derek's shoe right now. <laughs> Derek, but Derek's also trying to use him as a footrest. So, <laughs> well, then that's understandable. For those of you, um, Derek um, is a guy who does the editing for our show. Who doesn't like being on the podcast, so he won't be on it. I mean, I'm sure we can get him to say hello, can't we? I think so. Um, no, I, I tried. He tried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He needs to grow a pair of them. <laughs> hey, Derek, you, uh, you want to come on and say hi to everyone? Sure. Hi, come on over. Oh, surprise. Hey, oh. Come on, Derek. Color me. Color me surprised. <laughs> I change your mind already? Yeah. Oh, oh, what well, a douche. I know, right? Telling me teased. <laughs> Got me all excited there. <laughs> uh, it, well, I guess it's all right. I mean, we are coming uh, coming to the end of the show anyways. Uh, well, Joey, um, even though the season's over, you got a brand, uh, brand new season coming up of uh, GeekCast Live. And... Uh, when that happens, where can they find you? Uh, you can find us, as of now, at gcl.ninja. So I updated it during our show. Perfect. Now, um, is, there, is there a story behind the ninja? Uh, we found out that you could pick a lot of different domain extensions other than .com or .org or .net. And uh, ninja was available, so we took it. Nice. So, awesome. yeah, pretty excited about that. 
It's yeah. actually it's pretty cool. It might be the coolest thing we've ever done. So now other you, than talk to Mitch Gittleman. <laughs> so now you go to this website and they can find all your uh, shows. Yeah, yeah. It just it redirects back to the same old website with the same old grand excellent content that you can find usually brand new every Saturday. Awesome, awesome. So. I, uh, I do recommend everyone go check that out because they are quite funny. Um, Ryan, Nick, Rob, Joe, great show. Great, uh, it's always a great time to listen to them. We try. <laughs> we try really hard. And um, also to keep in mind, uh, everybody, um, our contest is ending this Saturday for the creator of our new logo. Uh, for those of you who have noticed, have, um, have heard us talk about it for over a month now, uh, the logo we have currently is boring, it's plain, none of us like it, and we want to change it. And we ask for you guys to help us out in that aspect to create something new and interesting for us to use. Please, please do. So, um, you know, be creative, use your imagination, create something for us to, um, that we will love. And at midnight this Saturday is when we are calling it done. And then we'll start looking through all of our entrants and decide on the perfect one. And that perfect one will be announced uh, next week's show during our New Year's, um, New Year's celebration. special. Yeah, celebration of, uh, of 2015. And then, obviously, you know, we will launch it on the first day of the 2016 year. Uh, keep in mind, you can always find all of us at uh, This Freaking Show um, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Just This Freaking Show, you can find all of us. Send us uh, a comment. Like us. You know, send us a tweet. Send us an Instagram photo. Send us whatever you like because we would like you to be involved with us in our show. So... Yeah. So, um, once again, I hope everyone has a good holiday, a Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Festivus to all of you out there. As always, I am Travis D. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geek Cash Joe. Thank you for tuning into this freaking show. I'm out.